0: Well, let's go down to the state of Oklahoma and uh, see what's happening with the Sooners and the Cowboys. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com, of course, and we are happy to welcome on and say hello to Dylan Buckingham. Joining us, KFOR sports anchor, also radio host on the franchise down there in OKC. He's uh, joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly. Dylan, it's great to have you here. Football is a week away, my man. I feel like it's Christmas morning when you get to this like seven, eight days out, it's just got a great feeling to it.
1: It does. It's so good to be back to the football side of things. You know, you take so much time off and, uh, we've had a really fun, interesting off season here in Oklahoma with Oklahoma State winning the Fiesta Bowl, which Mike Gundy said was the biggest win they've had in program history. And then Oklahoma, of course, with Brent Venables coming back, so lots happening here, and I'm fired up for
0: it. Yeah, well let's let's start with Mike Gundy and just kind of how they're adjusting without Jim Knowles. I know you know Derek Mason gotten a ton of praise, but you move on from a guy like Jim Knowles who had this defense in a place that probably nobody ever thought Oklahoma State could be defensively ever. Um, uh, is this all now like happy chat or is Derek Mason the real deal and a guy who can actually fill those shoes of Jim Knowles?
1: You know, he can actually fill the shoes. And what's really a big blessing for Oklahoma State this year and, and um, Derek Mason in general is the fact that they have all of their defensive line back and they have Trace Ford coming back from an ACL injury. He's actually had two the last two years. And when you factor all that together – yeah, they're replacing quarterbacks, and yes, they're replacing Malcolm Rodriguez and Devin Harper at the linebacker spot. When, you, If you've watched Hard Knocks, you absolutely know how special Malcolm Rodriguez is and was to Oklahoma State, but that defensive line being there, they have an opportunity to still attack the quarterback, get a great pass rush. They can interchange just about any one of those guys on the line anywhere on that defensive line, so Derek Mason will have a huge advantage having that defensive line It's one of the best in all of college football. To really use at his disposal, he can do all kinds of different things blitz wise, and a lot of times he doesn't have to blitz because those guys are so skilled and so talented with freshman All American Colin Oliver, just to name a couple of guys, along with Trace Ford, Brock Martin, uh, Brandon Evers, Tyler Lacey. I mean, I can go on and on. They're, they're two and three deep at that spot. And so, yeah, Jabbar Muhammad and Corey Black are guys that are going to get infiltrated in his corners this year, and you know. To lose Jim Knowles in his schemes, that's a big blow. But Derek Mason is a great fallback option. He'll do just fine. Both those corners have a ton of experience anyway. They're replacing a couple safety spots, but they've got a guy named Kendall Daniels who was a initially a Texas A&M commit, ended up at Oklahoma State, and is ready to take that role this year. So I, I fully anticipate these guys finding a way to be A dominant defense, am I going to go out on a limb and say they'll be as good as last year? No, but I think they'll be a very, very big force in the Big 12 this year.
0: Yeah, um, I am so intrigued to see just how that unit plays uh, with the changes that we talked about. But also, like you said, the piece is coming back. Now, on the other side, uh, Spencer Sanders is now the most veteran quarterback in the conference. Uh, So here's a guy who has gotten his team to a Big 12 championship, won a Fiesta Bowl, but I don't think anyone's ever going to say, uh, Dylan, that this guy has the highest ceiling in the Big 12 at the quarterback position. He probably doesn't. So is Oklahoma State kind of at the point where Spencer Sanders is who he is and he can be the guy that can guide you to a Big 12 title, but he's not going to be the reason you win a Big 12 title? Is that fair or is that selling him short?
1: I think it sells him short. Now, I will admit, there is he's one of the most, like, inviting figures in Oklahoma State football history, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Either you love them or you hate them. And don't get me wrong, there there have been back-breaking interceptions. We've all seen them. I mean, yep. especially in the Big 12 championship game. But at the same time, when you look at the way this guy plays, he is the reason they won the Fiesta made beautiful decisions with the football. Uh, almost had one big fumble late in that game, but other than that, was pretty flawless. And I think he, he was brilliant in terms of knowing when to run and knowing when to pass in that game. And he is super athletic. And I think he gets a bit of a bad rap, but my favorite thing to say about him is he's the all big 12 first team quarterback that won the Fiesta bowl last year. And he's the preseason all big 12 quarterback this year. And you know, he, this off season took a concerted effort to really try and work on his leadership skills because he's said time and time again, his biggest knock on himself is that he gets too heated in moments and he almost gets that gunslinger mentality, which is something you can't have. And so with him, I think he's made a concerted effort to kind of keep his head in the game, not get too high, not get too low. But he's got some young guys on his team he's trying to rein in and be more of a leader with. And I think he has done that this offseason. Now, does it translate? We'll see. But you know, he is a very experienced quarterback, a veteran quarterback, who I think can have an absolutely monster year as long as he can stay healthy.
0: How about uh, just the top of this program, Dylan, Mike Gundy? I mean, he's taken some uh, shots, obviously, at Oklahoma and Texas, leaving the Big 12, as you would expect. He's now, what, the longest-tenured guy in the conference, Uh, has become the elder statesman in the conference. So I don't think anyone is necessarily surprised by that, especially we know who Mike Gundy is. But what is that uh, relationship now like, I guess, between Mike Gundy and, you know, what kind of mantle and and presence he feels in terms of being a key guy in the future of this league and maybe taking shots when he feels it necessary. Is that something Mike Gundy appears to think about or is he just kind of shooting from the hip?
1: You know, the thing I love about Mike Gundy is I feel like he's just always been himself. And, And I don't think like the stuff you see from Mike you know, with the, the mullet and how he operates day to day and just the stuff he does to kind of put Oklahoma state in the spotlight. Like I've, I always joke that he could charm the pants off of anybody if he really wanted to just at any moment. Cause he's that, he's that engaging. He's that fun to talk to. He's got a great personality. And so he's just being himself. And I think, you know, you get these questions that people will fire at him whenever he's at a big 12 football media days, or if he's just at a regular press availability, like he's just himself. I mean, he's just unfiltered, that's just what he does. And I think at points it's gotten him into a little bit of trouble, but beyond that, though, I don't think he's really changed a whole lot, and he's very quick to say whenever someone does ask him a question that, you know, it's just his opinion, and he's, you know, that, that joke he made about Texas and Oklahoma being in the Big 12 meetings, he was kind of joking, but he also kind of wasn't, so I know he loves the Big 12. I know he's very frustrated by the fact that, you know, let's not kid ourselves. Bedlam's going to die. When OU goes to the SEC, it's going to die for a while. I don't know if it'll ever come back, but you know, it's a loss for the state of Oklahoma. And to be perfectly honest with you, he doesn't like it. I mean, he grew up watching that rivalry. He played in that rivalry. I mean, he knows about that rivalry. This whole state does. And its I think it's frustrating. You know, he's annoyed to see college football tradition go by the wayside while many of these schools are trying to cash in and realignment and get a ton of money and a ton of payouts that are changing the landscape of the sport. And that's been something that's really frustrating to him. But at the end of the day, he loves Oklahoma State. And I think at the end of the day, that's what he really, really wants to – to show is that he loves the Cowboys, he loves the school, he hasn't left, it's his Yankees job, and he wants to put them on the best solid footing he can, whether that's in the Big 12 or who knows what happens with realignment. You know, it's it's been as crazy as we've seen in the last year and a half, and who knows if it gets crazier with Oklahoma State down the
0: line. Yeah, what is, you know, for those of us not in uh, the state of Oklahoma, what is, like, are Oklahoma fans willing to admit that they're going to miss Bedlam or are they kind of in that, like, you know, let's stomp around because we're going to the SEC kind of phase, but deep down they will miss Bedlam. They just don't want to admit it. Like, wh- what is, what is that like right now in the state?
1: It's kind of weird. It's honestly not as good as you would expect it to be like. Oklahoma people are like, who cares? Yeah, Like, we're done playing Oklahoma State. We always beat them, whatever. Oklahoma State fans, I've actually talked to more who have been like, Good. Oklahoma always beats us. We're not going to play him anymore. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's a small – it's like both can be true. There's a small faction, too, of Oklahoma State fans that are bummed about it. Like Mike Gundy. like Myself. I'm from the state, and I grew up watching that rivalry. And to me, it, it really stinks that it's going to go away. And, you know, I think for some Oklahoma fans, they kind of go as like Joe Castiglione will go. Like they've all said, yeah, we'd love to play Oklahoma State. But the Cowboys don't really want to play Oklahoma because – of basically not getting let in on the secret that they were going to the SEC. And so there are a lot of hurt feelings here. And back in the day when David Bourne was the president of Oklahoma, those two worked pretty closely with a lot of things, especially in the Big 12. And that's changed a lot with, you know, Joe Harris taking over as president of Oklahoma and um, Dr. Casey Shrum taking over at Oklahoma State. So it's been a different time. And, you know, it's, it's kinda, it kind of just depends on who you ask, but it's pretty split. Some people are really thrilled that there's new teams that are going to come in and some are – Going, man, that stinks. That's the best week of the year. That's the week that all the trash talk comes out. And, you know, for me, I, I hate the fact it's going to go away. It really kills me.
0: Yeah. I, I feel as someone that used to work down in the state, I, I and not grow up there or anything, but knowing the state, uh, boy, it it is gonna be a loss. There's no doubt about it. Now, before we continue, if you are in the state of Kansas, hey, guess what? DraftKings is coming your way. Sports betting is here. All right, right around the corner. And you can get $100 in free bets when you sign up using our promo code HCS. That's HCS plus one lucky customer will win a $100,000 free bet. All right, so download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code HCS and you will also be entered to win a $100,000 free bet along with $100 to bet. Yes. Without a deposit, you can't beat that from our friends at DraftKings. A great way to help this show, and uh, it's all we ask of you. Support our sponsors. Support this show. It will always be free for you as long as you're supporting the people that are supporting us. All right, and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and uh, sign up with that code, HCS. Gambling problem? Getting help's your best bet. Call 800-522-4700, 21+, physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements, one per customer. $100 issued as four $25 free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstake. Void where prohibited. Ends first day. DraftKings is allowed to operate in Kansas. See terms at dkn.g.co/slash/ks. Dylan Buckingham, KFOR and the franchise in Oklahoma City, joining us here on the show. Uh, As we look at the Sooners and and Brent Venables, a part of me feels, Dylan, like people expect this team to just kind of pick up where it left off with Lincoln Riley and just kind of keep going and, and the talent's certainly there, but I mean, you've got a huge adjustment here, new staff, new quarterback, new systems, all these different things. What are the realistic expectations? Is it big 12 championship or bust is a big 12 championship, just making it to the game or bust? Like what should they be fairly speaking?
1: You know, it's, it's interesting because like, if you go back and look at this, it's very similar to when Bob Stoops took over. Now, I'm not saying Luke and Riley had guys playing in wrong spots like John Blake did, you know, when Bob Stoops took over. But what I am saying is, though, is that this team has, as you mentioned, the talent. There's a ton of talent on this team, and you know, the thing we've been kind of stewing over over the last eight or nine months. And it's funny we say that because you look at the last eight or nine months. Brent Venables has been the coach since like two weeks after Bedlam last year. he have been there for a year and hadn't coached a game yet, basically, which yeah. is kind of crazy. But um, with this, it's. It's going to look different, but it's still going to be good. If you go to Brent Venables' track record, he's never had a losing season as an assistant, as a coach where he's had a prominent role, ever. It's never happened in his career. So the the expectations, I think, for a lot of fans, they aren't really sure what to expect in terms of record-wise. And same with me. I, I mean, on paper, it is perfect. But there's a reason why they play the games. Like, I think it's a great hire. I know that defense is going to be better. And I think that's where people are really kind of honing all their energy is like, how is this defense going to change? How are those linebackers going to get better? You know, there was a ton of linebackers that rolled through Oklahoma with Venables that Curtis Lofton, Rufus Alexander, uh, just a ton of different guys like that that were forces. Rocky Kalmas, another one too, that they expect to see more of that this year. So does that translate into wins and losses? Yeah, I think a lot of people think Oklahoma is going to be in the mix for a Big 12 championship game appearance. And that's probably where the expectation bar is at. If you had to press me on it, I would say getting to the game itself. But I I don't know how it's going to go if there is a little adversity. You know, if just something happens and they lose a couple games, Nebraska's going to be no cakewalk this year on the road, I don't think. Who knows what happens in Texas? You know, you got Baylor, who's much improved, Oklahoma State. I mean, even Kansas State looks like they could be pretty dominant this year as well. So, you know, it's going to be a fun ride. That's my thing, is I think – it is kind of wide open. It's not just set in stone that Oklahoma is going to be there, or Oklahoma State or Baylor or whoever. You know, it's just there's a lot of question marks still, but I think on paper, this is a really good hire, and probably getting to the game itself is where their benchmark is.
0: Yeah. Now, I, yep, I, I completely agree. Now, if you say, what's the biggest concern with this Oklahoma team going into the season, what is it?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, ordinarily it would be defense. More clearly would be the defensive side of the ball, but yeah, you know the conversations we've been having is like, who do you, who who benefits the most from Brent Venables being there? All of us say linebackers. Um, I think a guy like Jalen Redmond could have a huge, huge benefit. Uh, one of the defensive ends for Oklahoma. When you say though, like, what is the, what's the biggest concern? I guess maybe offensive line. I mean, if you have to put it into an actual position group, because I do think the defense will be much improved. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, I think he's going to do just fine. I mean, the guy's passed for over 7,000 yards in his career. And, yeah, you can say that the American doesn't stack up to the Big 12 and defenses in the Big 12 are a lot better than what they've been. But I don't think Gabriel's going to really miss a beat. I think it's not going to look like what you've seen with Lincoln Riley in years past. But I know the running back room is deep. they got a lot of guys that they think can really contribute this year. The receiving core is ridiculously deep. They've got a lot of young talent there. So, to me, it's the offensive line. they got to kind of pick up some pieces from last year where Caleb Williams had a lot of moments where he was running for his life and scrambling and they just, they couldn't ever find cohesion last year. And that was really strange to talk about from a bill beaten offensive line. But I think this year, if those guys really take that step and take personally what happened last year, that's the spot where, you know, either they will sink or swim. They've got to really Mm -hmm. take a big step this year that they didn't take last year.
0: Last thing. I want to just get your general thoughts, Dylan, on the big 12 uh, top to body. You mentioned it earlier being a, a fun, wide open year. I mean, I think you can make a case for half this conference to win the league, the Oklahoma schools, Baylor, Texas, and K-State. What do you think about this league top to bottom and and how wide open it is heading into the season?
1: I love it. I mean, (laughs) I haven't been this excited for a football season in a long time because I feel like there's two or three teams every year. And and I completely agree. I think K-State's got an ample opportunity here to really make some noise this season because I do think Adrian Martinez, while he wasn't in the best system for him, I think he's going to flourish at Kansas State this year. I think their defense is there. Deuce Bond's fantastic. Like, all of it together looks like this conference is wide open. Now, I, here's how I've quantified this in my brain, and this is going to be a total homer answer, and I don't even care. So here's what I've done in my head. It's basically hmm. Baylor just lost a lot defensively. Blake Chapin's a stud. Like There's no doubt about it. I'm assuming there'll be no slope, more slump with him. But they lost a ton on defense, and that's where I think the Bears kind of have to pick up some pieces. I think they have like six or seven guys from last year out. So I'm going to say that's going to cost them. I'm going to say, too, for Kansas State, maybe it's just a little too much. Maybe it's tough to get over Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in there, or even Texas. I I think Texas is a year away from being ready to really compete because of how much turnover they've had. And I wonder if Quinn Ewers will just step in and just be ready to go immediately. So in my really sick, weird Oklahoma brain, I have come up with, hey, if this is the last year between OU and OSU playing each other, the football gods have to have some sort of sense of humor. So we'll get Bedlam twice in the Big 12 championship, and that's what I'm sticking to.
0: Oh, <laughs> man, he went there. All right. now I Went whole homer. With while Oklahoma. while you're going full full blown, uh, uh, you know, Homer slash also, uh, I don't want to say that's a hot take. It's really not. I mean, they can both easily win it. Just meeting them um, together is kind of unusual. Uh, Oklahoma yeah. is it playing in the Big Twelve in 2023? I'm gonna say no. Uh, I
1: think I, I think, and here's why. I don't think that you're gonna see donors all of a sudden or Texas you know, get this buyout from the Longhorn Network, have like $180 million, $160 million, whatever it is, I don't think you see the schools or boosters pay those. The more I think about this, the more I really think you're going to see ESPN pony up the cash. They want to get to that SEC contract as fast as possible. So I know Oklahoma is saying all the right stuff. Texas is saying all the right stuff to, you know, giving you the legalese answer, which is like, hey, they're – they're slated to be in their conference through 2025, and that's where it's going to be, and we're going to be here, and we're going to live out our, our stuff. Well, if ESPN comes in and goes, hey, here's $180 million bucks. good luck, you know, they're yeah, going to take that. Yeah. So I don't think they live the life of that contract out. I would say worst-case scenario, they play this year. This is in Oklahoma's minds, in my, in my opinion. They play this year and next year, worst-case scenario. But I really do think we could see them bounce after this season.
0: Wow, going to be fun to follow, fun to watch. Uh, Dylan Buckingham doing a great job. KFOR in Oklahoma City, middays on the franchise. Dylan, great to have you on the show, man. Thanks for being here.
1: Pete, thanks for having me, dude. Always
0: enjoy it. Dylan Buckingham, great to have him on the show. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Love having him on. Great guy. All right. Uh, Hey, if you're in Kansas, DraftKings, HCS, use that promo code now. Get $100 in free bets without a deposit. HCS. And please do leave us a rating, review, subscribe to the show. It's a great way to help us out, great way to help us keep building the show. And we're so grateful for many of you who are uh, doing that each and every day. That's why we're sending you a free Heartland College Sports Koozie when you leave us that rating and review so appreciate you guys the season's right around the corner subscribe so you never miss a show and we'll talk to you soon take care